2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: From the WEEI Studios 93 7, WEEI FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Ad. Oh, Theo Epstein coming back? <laughs> I appreciate the question. Um, I can rule out Theo Epstein um, as a candidate for uh, one of these two positions. I know there's, there's speculation, there's professional history, there's an even longer personal history, um, but I can rule Theo Epstein out as a candidate for, um, for uh, uh, one of these positions. <laughs> Sam Kennedy, after they fired High and Bloom
3: last summer. Says Theo Epstein not in the mix for Chief Baseball Officer. Turns out he's part of ownership now with the Boston Red Sox. Can he save the Red Sox? I say he can. It's our big question of the day up now at Jones and Mego. You can dial us up, 617-779-7937. What do you think, Mego? Can he save the Sox?
4: I vote, and lean towards yes, and I say it this way, I take this as a signal, maybe it's a very small, little miniature white flag that FSG is waving, that John Henry is waving to the people that Sam Kennedy just called liars. A couple weeks ago, hey, all you liars, trying to say that we don't care. Yeah, it's their way. To- I
3: mean, lying rule. I mean, us. I mean, where? I mean, he was calling us and Chris Curtis and Ken Laird and everybody. I mean, liars is what he said. Yeah. Well,
4: perhaps it's their way of saying you may have a point, which is we have been trying to build from the inside out, from the ground up with the farm system, but now we're looking at our prospects. And ugh, if you look at the rankings, there's like a lot of other teams out there with better farm systems than we have. And we're kind of betting the whole farm on those core players that are supposed to be coming up to the major levels. And we also thought that we'd be in on someone like Yamamoto because we thought he was going to cost like $250 million. Ends up he was above 300 Oops, we guess we got that wrong. And so what we need is a big baseball brain under our roof. Like we got to bring Theo home So he can show us where we're being idiots and where we don't know what we don't know. And so my hope is that this is an indicator that the Red Sox are not just sitting status quo and saying we're happy with having a ballpark that's full of tourists from other teams and other franchises and having parades down Lansdowne Street with a bunch of Dodgers fans, that this is them looking at it and saying, Well, we just don't really know what direction to go in. And we brought Craig Breslow in here to be another meat shield. But let's get his buddy Theo Epstein, who told us to hire him, to come in here as well and say, these are the prospects you should hang on to. This is who you can move. And then this is somebody that you should actually go for. Offering his opinions, as he says in that uh, press release there, offering his opinions on business moves.
3: Yeah, so we'll we'll read from that press release coming up. I was stunned when it hit my inbox today. I read it like three different times before I fully comprehended what was going on. And Arkan, I want your thoughts on this. Can Theo save the Red Sox? I know you're more skeptical, but just real quick, Mego, you brought up the farm systems. Uh, ESPN, I mentioned this earlier in the week, Kylie McDaniel, their uh, prospect dork, uh, he had only three Red Sox players in the top 100, which I found suspicious at the time. I'm like, this is your plan? Like, Your plan is to build through the farm system. Your farm system sneaky stinks. ESPN and Baseball America both came out with their farm system rankings in the last 24 hours. ESPN has the Red Sox 13th, trailing Baltimore, the Yankees, and Tampa. Baseball America has the Red Sox 13th, trailing the Orioles, Rays, and Yankees. So you have a better farm system than the Blue Jays in your division. That's it. And so when Theo needs to shake John Henry awake, it's a few different things. It's spending for sure. And I really genuinely don't believe Theo Epstein comes in and says, uh, hey, John, your payroll's $200 million, make it $300 million. But he might be able to get John Henry's ear on a specific free agent. Like, hey, John, keep an eye on this guy. If he's a free agent next year, this is a franchise changer. And I don't pretend to know next year's free agent class or the year after that or whatever. But, like, start laying seeds, get John Henry to think about this player and target this player and make a move potentially on this player. Same thing with the farm system. Hey, you know what? I know you guys love your prospects, but I think this guy's a little overrated. Maybe we could trade him for big league talent, and that would help the ball club now. That would help fill up seats. That would help win you some uh, fans back, you know, currency with the fans. So I think Henry needs help in that way, and I think Epstein could present it in that way. But, Arkan, you think it's just a, a big PR stunt, right? Yeah,
1: I do, and I can't believe I didn't think of this sooner, but it's Groundhog Day and they're bringing back Theo Epstein. It's a good point. <laughs> like, it's a good what? point. You know, like, could that oh be like have more I been, perfect of a day to have, do this? Have I been had? Have I been sports talk, uh, sports take...
3: Sports talk ball sack. Sorry, have I, atomic they, Phil is yeah. that his name? <laughs> like, is that what happened? I just had my own wiki moment there.
1: Uh, is that what happened to me? It's I, been reported many, many places now. So I, like I think tri- that there was a whole press release and Theo spoke and everything. I think unless we're all trapped in Theo Bill Murray's, uh, yeah. Well, Theo, oh, he's quoted uh, he in the his, press is, release. Is, uh, oh, yeah, in the press. I was going to say, I, I was like, I missed that. not say anything, but you know, unless we're in Bill Murray's uh, repeating day, <laughs> things are just never going to change. <laughs> That's a but good point. that is sort of funny. I, I listen. I'd like to believe that this means something. I'd like to believe. Here is what I really hope is that the ownership is going to decide to do things differently now and they're not quite sure how to do it or if they have the right people in place for that so they're bringing in Theo because they know that he's had experience but if that was the case if they already knew that they were going to start doing things differently what the hell do they bring in Craig Breslow for? Like that doesn't make any sense I think it's going to be more of the same and what I really think this is about and I hate to even say this because I do like him but Sam Kennedy really made himself not look great in front of all the fans and calling them liars and sort of all that stuff and he's supposed to be the front facing meat shield for this team. I think this is a meat shield replacement is what's going on so theo will be the face of the organization Theo is going to be the new meat shield for all the criticism and stuff i don't know if he's actually going to be the face of the organization i don't know what they're going to use him for but i think that's going to be his primary purpose look this will be the tip of the spear now but they could use oh my
4: god tip of the spear and meat shield
1: both of those things
0: freaking electric
1: you don't want you
4: don't
3: want the tip of the spear in your meat shield i mean that's no good (laughs) um Never again. Look, even if he's just here to be the outward facing PR aspect, they need PR help. And I don't just mean in like a press release. Like if Theo were going to handle those things at Winter, he wouldn't shoot himself in the foot like Sam Kennedy did or Tom Warner has or John Henry constantly does. I mean, look, Theo had the Bridgier comment. That wasn't a great comment, but that was like seven years in as GM. You know, when was that? 2011? Or was it prior to 2011? When was the bridger comment? I don't remember anymore. But. You know, so Theo wasn't perfect, but Theo was pretty good in that aspect. And even if it was just that, I, I think that's a help. And Arkan, you mentioned Craig Breson. was the bridge year? 2010. Okay, so six years on the job or seven years on the job, whatever it was. So, no, longer than that. Uh, but it was a long time in his most regrettable comment. You know, Sam Kennedy is out there and he's stubbing his toe every time he gets in front of a microphone.
4: <laughs> and don't forget that comes just weeks after
3: full throttle. Right. And, again, Henry's afraid to even talk because he knows he screws up every time he gets <laughs> in front of a microphone. So, like, Werner can't do it. Kennedy can't do it. Henry refuses to do it. So Epstein doing that would be progress. But he has John Henry's ear. You just mentioned Breslow. I think he has Breslow's ear, too. He hired Breslow in Chicago. Oh, definitely. And so, like, good. He has influence with the GM and influence with the owner. And he knows what he's doing. Like, at the end of the day, Theo knows what he's doing. He knew what he was doing for the sport in the commissioner's office. And, by the way, Yes, read the press release. He's been advising the Red Sox with, uh, what's the stupid group he's been working with? Arctos Partners? Yes. A private equity platform that has been a member of FSG's ownership group since 2020. Okay? So maybe he's already advising the Red Sox. Finance (laughs) bros. He left the commissioner's office. Do you think he's giving that up just for show?
4: Just to be a figurehead somewhere? Yeah,
3: just to be a prop? I mean, maybe they're paying him well. No, to be a minority owner. Okay, he already kind of was, Arcan's. Not like really. he, he already uh, not, I mean, not in name, and well, so he was not already,
4: an investment.
3: He was already working for. He was already the operating partner for the company that had equity stake. So why would he leave Major League Baseball to do this just to be a prop? I don't buy that. Uh, maybe you do, and if you do, and you're skeptical, of the Red Sox is completely fair. But I don't think Theo would leave Major League Baseball and a cushy gig where he's been on the right path to helping to fix the sport as much as you can fix a broken, dying sport. He's been doing it. I don't think he leaves and gives up that gig just to be some prop here. I don't believe that.
4: I agree. I don't think he would just come here and be a pawn at a time when it seems like the fan base is, hasn't been this low on the Red Sox in a long, long time. Like, since before Theo was head of everything here. Like, I, I, I don't see him making that move. I don't see how that would make career sense for him at all to your point with what he was doing with the commissioner's office so i don't know maybe i'm being too optimistic maybe i'm being too pie in the sky by thinking that this is a sign of some real change the only thing that i think is weird like actually very strange is that in the press release the order of their different teams or investments
3: hockey soccer baseball was third yep
4: that's weird.
3: That's strange. That's there,
4: strange to me because everybody knows he's such a baseball guy. There
3: were things I did not love in the press release. If you really want to dig into that, and we will. Uh, there are things I didn't love in there. But in general, I love that Theo's back. Can he save the Red Sox? I think so. And Arkan, Arkan is right. I mean, it, they're, they're guilty of all these PR stunts. It's what the Red Sox do. Uh, but I don't, I don't know that Theo would, would be a pawn in that game, to use your word, Mego. Uh, what do you guys think? You can jump in. Peter is in Connecticut. Go ahead, Peter.
0: I'm with Arkan. This is 100% a PR, PR scam. Um, look, I don't like John Henry, but he's a really smart guy. Why? Why does he need him at this point? You know, Dombrowski couldn't get it done for him. Haim couldn't do, get it done well, for on, him. Hang on. Hang on. By the way, hang on. Wait.
3: Dombrowski. Dombrowski got it done for him. I don't know what you're talking about, but keep going. He
0: let him go.
3: Yeah, he, he let him go. Yeah, because he was spending too much money. He but he also, got he got it done. He also won a championship. Let that
0: go in 2011. Yep. Now all of a sudden, this is the only guy that has his ear. That's absurd. That's an insult to John Henry. And I'm not even a fan of John Henry.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I'm not against insulting John Henry. So, David like, Dombrowski. I didn't say he's the only guy that has his ear. But I hope he he might be the only guy that knows baseball that has John Henry's ear. Like, look at the people in John Henry's ear: Werner, Kennedy. He's the only baseball guy or a guy who has half a clue about the sport who has Henry's ear, so that to me is progress.
4: He has Henry's ear enough to, I think, influence the hiring of Craig Breslow. And so I don't know. Like maybe that wasn't the best position, put Craig Breslow his buddy in because Craig Breslow now is the new Heimblum in terms of being one of these meat shields at the tip of the spear. But
3: good, but if but if he's just if he's a line of defense for Theo, good. If Theo's really calling the shots in a shadow realm and and Breslo's the one out there taking bullets, good. Yeah, because
4: you just want Theo protected. Yeah,
3: well, I don't care about that. I Theo's here. And so I, I'm gonna I'll hold Theo accountable. If they don't change their ways, then Theo's part of the problem. If they don't change their ways, I just said this to Arkham before. I think they will. I think they will. I don't think Theo's here to just keep having two hundred million dollar payrolls and turning a profit. I mean, I know he I know he's invested in making a profit now, and I respect that. I hope he's gonna be the future owner of the Red Sox.
1: If I, that's what's going to happen, that's great. I'd I be ho- happy with that. I, I
3: hope really. he's worming his way in and getting into part of the group and understands that it's all going to splinter off anyway, and the Red Sox in the next four or five years, meaning Henry, the Fenway Sports Group, don't want to keep the Red Sox. It's a part of their portfolio, and they want to spin that part off, and Theo takes it over. I would love for that. And he wants to be in He's leaving the commissioner's office probably to be an owner. Tomasi and so why not the, here?
4: Had the valuation at, like, f- something ridiculous, $4.5 billion for, for the, the Red, Red Sox. Sox? Yeah. 4.5? I, I saw that two days ago.
3: The Mets went for 2.4? I know. Uh, the Dodgers was like a decade ago went for 2+. I'll double
4: check this because I remember looking at it and thinking it was extremely high.
1: Orioles got ripped off, huh?
4: Well, <laughs> that's a little bit of a different very situation. Much there. I know.
1: I'm just saying like that's more than twice that. But here's the thing. like If, if Theo was here in 2019, do you think they would have re-signed Mookie Betts? Like I don't think so. I maybe. think that was going to happen, and that was that. They like John Henry knew who Mookie Betts was. He knew he was an MVP. He knew he was still in his twenties. Needed him out of there, and they needed think, to move on from him.
3: Do you think John Henry felt comfortable extending for Daisuke?
1: Um, maybe not. But you know, that was also twenty years ago. Okay. so I mean,
3: well, twenty nineteen was five years ago. So I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if we're, if we're going back in the past, Theo has influence. He hasn't been here for a decade plus. But he's influenced John Henry before, yes?
4: Yeah, no, I have it right here because Tomasi wrote about this right after the Orioles' sale that the Red Sox are valued at four and a half million billion. Well,
3: yeah. Well, let's what see. do you
4: think they would go for?
3: I don't know. Not that much more than the Mets.
4: Do you think that uh, Theo Epstein can like, what is the setup where he's the owner?
3: Yeah, no, he'd need, I don't think he has he would, I don't think yeah, he has $2 billion sitting around. He'd no. need more money. But, I mean, John Henry couldn't afford the Red Sox on his own. He had to bring in Tom Werner and, and a bunch of other investors. He had investors.
4: bring in the Johnson family. Yeah, or maybe. New yeah. Balance.
3: I, don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, fi- find some outside money. 617-779- 7937. We'll continue with all your feedback coming up. Uh, what will change about the Red Sox if anything? Can Theo Epstein save the Red Sox? That's right after Trending with Art.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with autopay pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
2: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Yeah. Follow the show on Twitter at Jones and MEGO. Maybe
4: you can DM me on Twitter. Don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. Uh, this
0: is Jones and Meco on WEEI. In October of 2021, There was not one bit of discussion around lack of focus. Uh, There was no discussion of Liverpool or investment in other areas. You know why? Fenway Park was freaking electric. I've never felt Fenway Park the way it felt for that one-game playoff against the Yankees when Xander took Garrett Cole deep. The place almost came down. Why? we were winning baseball games, we're playing in October. When we have two sucky seasons like we've had, these are natural questions, we have to take them. But I can tell you, as a kid who grew up less than a mile from Fenway Park, if you think for one second that we aren't passionate, committed, dedicated to the Boston Red Sox, you're wrong, you're a liar, and I'll correct you on it. Because it's total BS, and we are committed. I wasn't on board with Sam Kennedy at Winter Weekend
3: when he made his appearance with Ken and Curtis, but I like this Theo news today. Although RK makes a good point, it is Groundhog's Day, and the Red Sox might just be lying to us again.
4: Things saw its shadow, right? Say it again. Like we get early spring. What was the Groundhog? Oh, it saw its shadow.
3: Oh, it did. Wait, Whatever what does it, w- it mean? Hang on. Whatever it is, we're getting an early, early spring. Yes. Yeah. Whatever he, Whether he saw it or didn't, I forget which, we're getting an early spring. Yes. That
4: groundhog has about as much success predicting that as our bet roulette takes. So I don't know how uh, much stock I put into it.
3: I think we might. I think we'd be higher than.
4: Higher than the groundhog? I think so. I don't even remember what mine was last night. It was some college basketball thing or something?
3: Yeah, you were wrong. Wisconsin. Yeah, Nebraska one.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, you were wrong. Damn.
3: Ever since Ryan pointed out your hot streak, <laughs> you've I'm gone cold. cold. Yeah, i cold again. Cold. Uh, so here's the press release in my inbox today. Uh, Fenway Sports Group, FSG, a global sports, marketing, media, entertainment, and real estate company. Don't forget the real estate building up around Fenway Park. Today announced that Theo Epstein, a three-time World Series champion, will be joining FSG's ownership group, subject to customary league approvals, and has been appointed to the role of senior advisor to the company, which owns the Boston Red Sox, Liverpool FC, the Pittsburgh Penguins, RFK Racing, and Boston Common Golf. In this strategic position, Epstein will advise FSG owners John Henry, Tom Warner, Mike Gordon, and Sam Kennedy on the company's sporting operations across the portfolio and consult on strategic growth and investment initiatives. I guess I missed that the first time on their sporting operatives, right? So does that mean he's not he's not making uh, suggestions on their real estate and their media and their marketing? This is on their sport their sports. So it's not everything within FSG. But when you get a little further down, uh, they certainly don't list baseball first. Here's the quote from John Henry. There's no question Theo left an indelible mark on our history that represented a transformative era, said Fenway Sports Group principal owner John Henry. Welcoming him as a member of our ownership group and in the role of senior advisor to the broader company brings with it a sense of completion. (laughs) With his strategic mind, leadership, and unwavering passion for sports. I had some completion when I read this earlier. Theo brings invaluable assets. That will drive us forward across our diverse enterprises, especially in our sporting operations, across hockey, EPL, football, and baseball. I don't love that. We take great pride in welcoming him to the FSG family and eagerly anticipate the insights and contributions he will bring as we continue to build on the legacy of success he played a pivotal role in helping
1: us shape. Couldn't they have just said baseball first? That would have made me feel a lot better. If they had listed baseball ahead of hockey and EPL, I mean that would have. Re- I don't know why, but that would have made think, me feel better. I
3: don't think you would have felt better because you're skeptical about this whole thing, which is fine. Like honestly, you shouldn't trust the Red Sox. I, I I don't trust the Red Sox. I trust Theo. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I don't trust what the Red Sox are telling me. I just I trust that Theo, he wouldn't give up his job with the commissioner, and maybe on the track to being future commissioner of the sport, he wouldn't give all that up just to come be some pawn in John Henry's game. So the,
1: but I, he's not a pawn. He's a minority owner. That's different. That's a step up from being a consultant. I know, but you league. think it's a PR
3: move. Yeah. So that's so what that, I mean.
1: That, a PR PR move so that's PR ownership, that's he's trying pawn. to become an
3: owner. Okay, but when, when, but when I say pawn, that's what I mean. If you think it's a yeah, he, PR move.
4: He, he, okay, he's a meat shield, in your yes. words.
3: Okay, well, whatever. Absolutely. Same idea. It's like, if you just think it's all for show, and he's just going to sit there and make money off of it, I, I don't think he would come here just to do that. I don't think that now. Maybe he would if that's if that's his prerogative. It's his right. I mean, if he wants to make money, he can make money. It's America.
1: But I think he wants to become a full owner, and that's the way you do it. You okay. get on a path to good. ownership. This is a faster good. way to do it. Even if you are just a meat shield. What if he's the future owner here? That's great. Okay, that is. I'd great. be thrilled if that was. Okay, the case. good. Well, this is part but of the he reason I like. Have, it. He's not a billionaire yet, Jones. Like I mean, this is the way it works. Okay, you know, I get that. But this this might be a way to make
3: money and bring an in outside invest. Again, John Henry couldn't afford the Red Sox when he bought them. Right, solely. No, hardly anybody is the sole buyer of any franchise. So he could be part of an ownership group here in Boston that shoves Henry out the door. I would love that. Wouldn't you love that?
4: Would you wait out a couple years of craptastic baseball because it's good for the bottom line if Theo's getting enough money than to get his own backers to buy him out?
3: Uh, I'd complain about it in the meantime, but I guess ultimately I'd be happy. Like, big although,
4: picture, you think it's the right move?
3: Although maybe Theo would do enough damage to his brand in my mind that I wouldn't love it anymore. I don't know. It depends on how it looks the next couple of years. I don't want to wait a few years.
4: Show poll. Has anyone heard uh, Jones express this much faith in any single person like Theo Epstein in anyone else that we've ever heard him talk about?
1: I'm trying to think. Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. Do Jolt have... and Joe, for I sure. do love Jolt and Joe. That's true.
3: Um, I mean,
4: it's just a different side I mean, of you. No,
3: it's not. The Celtics. I thought the Celtics were going to win. Uh, the Bruins. I showed undying faith in the Bruins I'm last year. I'm talking about a single the individual. The Celtics. Uh, <laughs> I think Mego's Orioles are going to win the whole thing. Dion. <laughs> that was really mean. Dion. Dion, Dion, full, Dion full, uh, you and Dion, Dion,
4: Dion feels like a little, like you're, you're trying to take shots at Arcan though, <laughs> because Arcan's not a real Buffs fan. Do you believe? Oh okay. yeah,
1: the person who went to see you is not the real Buffs fan. You don't believe. The yeah, Dion Sanders well, well, little fan baby don't. is the well, well, real well,
3: you, well, you, Well, you don't you, believe. You don't believe. You and Fourier oddly hate Dion in the Colorado
1: Buffaloes. I don't hate Dion. I love Dion. No, you, you don't believe. You just like Dion. I like the Buffaloes. You like Dion. Well, we're talking Big about difference. I don't think You I'm... are the Fairweather fan. He's never... I don't think. Yes, you
3: are. Okay. I didn't I'm not calling myself I'm not pretending to be a Buffaloes fan.
1: He's just a <coughs> Deion Yes, you fan. are. No, I'm not. <laughs> so what
3: are you talking about right now? <laughs> I like Dion. I think Dion's good. Right? You're, you're, so exactly. I like Colorado. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I do. But he but he doesn't. Am I right about this? <laughs> How could I not yeah. like Colorado? Because you don't. Because you didn't believe in them last year. What the
1: hell does that mean? You don't like Dion. You're just some Dion Sanders fanboy. That's not Make you a yeah, Colorado fan. Okay,
3: but that, the, the whole reason is. I have to like
1: every coach they ever have. I have to blindly just like him. Yeah, that's, that's what a, fan, a fan does. Fan. Oh, really? That's what fans yeah, are? Fan fans aren't Apple. supposed to critical think anything ever. Is that really your point? Is uh, that what you're trying to say? I don't get what you don't like. That's
3: stupid. I don't get what you don't like. I don't like.
1: like that they only won four games last year, got their ass kicked oh, up they, and down the conference. Oh, they
3: won four times as many games they won the year before? You don't yeah, like that? Yeah, in the
1: year before that, they won four games too, Jones. Okay. Well, so, so yeah, it
3: wasn't really that big so of an improvement. So they bottomed out, and then they're on the way back. Oh,
1: yeah, wow. Four games. Awesome. And he's signing good recruits. Awesome. Yeah, wow. So,
3: see what? i mean when i say he doesn't actually like colorado i, I didn't know. like
1: that they what did That's they play in a bowl game this year i love BC played alma in, the fo- play in the home yeah. in bowl when game, they make a bowl CU? when they make a bowl you're not allowed on the bandwagon and so what no. do you get to say hey. about the bandwagon you have no say in the bandwagon Arkan, we're not you talking didn't go about, there Arkan, we're not talking about colorado yes I, we are no we're not
3: you said who do i have faith in and yeah, i said Deon. i want it because i told i i didn't say i had faith in colorado dumbo i you said have, Dion.
4: you have this very high level of faith in theo and I think it's nice. Like I am not trying to be a jerk. I think it's really nice sure. for you. I'm trying to figure out if there's anybody else in the sporting world that you have so much faith in.
3: I don't know. I'd have to I'd have i have to rock my brain you on do. it. It's not it's not Alex it's not Alex Van Pelt, I can tell you that.
0: Klein <laughs> drive into the stands. Joe turned a new page maybe, in maybe and maybe maybe Joe.
3: Uh, here's what Theo had to say in the press release. Uh, cuz I didn't love this either. I'm thrilled and honored to return to FSG to join Linda I'm sorry, let me get the order right on this. John, Linda, Tom, Mike, which is Mike Gordon, and Sam Kennedy, and the ownership group to serve in the new role. Uh, It's truly a unique opportunity for me, a chance to partner with the people who mean a lot to me, and a chance to challenge myself in new arenas, and a chance to use my experience and perspective to help others succeed and win at the highest level. Uh, FSG is a dynamic, groundbreaking organization, blah, 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 blah. Uh, In this role, I will not be the one making decisions. Rather... I'll be the one asking questions, offering opinions, building trust, and supporting the terrific people at FSG to help us reach new heights. Uh, it then goes on to say that Epstein will, be, uh, will no longer be a formal consultant to Major League Baseball. So, again, he's leaving the commissioner's office. And in addition to his part-time role with FSG, Epstein will continue his role as operating partner for Arctos Partners, uh, leading sports private equity platform, and members of FSG's ownership group since 2020. So he has been involved. You know, he has been making recommendations in the past. But I feel like he wouldn't give up the gig he had to go to Boston and, again, just be some prop in John Henry's game because he's been successful everywhere he's been. He won two World Series here. He won with Chicago. He helped to get baseball back on the right path. And so maybe he just wants to make money. And, again, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe he's at a certain point in his life where he just wants to do that and that it's motivation. But it's the first time I've liked something the Red Sox have done in years. I don't like anything they do, ever. And I've hated the direction of this ownership group for a long, long, long time. Longer than just about anybody else. I've hated the direction of this ownership group. And told you they've been cheaping out. And predicted that this is where they would be. I've been saying that. And I think Theo's the first thing they've done that's been smart. The first thing they've done that I've liked in a long, long time. So I'm on board with it. What do you guys think? 617-779-7937. Can he save the Red Sox? Uh, what's his role going to be, Lou Loney on earlier today with Gresh and Fourier? Is he just here to, what, be a PR stunt, a prop, a
0: pawn? What's his role going to be? I don't think he's being brought back to advise on Liverpool or the Penguins. You know, I mean, if Kraft brought in Belichick, what's he going to do? His other company? You know what I mean? So, um, and that's honestly without the assumption of exactly what this role is, but I know how much he cares about the Boston Red Sox. And uh, I think he's going to be involved in the Red Sox issues. You know, I'm sure there'll be other things that he'll he'll be helping them out with as well. But from the moment they hired Craig Breslow, and I think Craig Breslow, I think can handle the job and he'll be good. But we've always wondered, where's the senior advisor? You know, you can't put a price on experience. Uh, I'm sure his head's spinning a little bit here, even just in his first off season as the general manager, a controlling guy for the organization. So I know much Theo cares about this organization. I find it hard to believe Fenway Sports Group is bringing Theo Epstein in to deal with the PGA or NASCAR. I think it is going to be an influence mm. and advisor role for the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Who gave him the... Mm, there was that Fourier. <laughs> was that Gresh? Who gave him that? But
3: I think, I think that even if he's advising on other things, my guess is his biggest role is going to be with the Red Sox and with baseball. Regardless of how it was worded in the press release, and and trust me, that's not the order it was in in the press release, how Lou just represented it. But I have to think that's where they're going to lean on him the most, or at least where he'll have the most influence. That has to be.
4: I agree. I believe, Lou, I, I, he talks to people. So I you believe don't believe. He knows <laughs> what he's talking about. Uh, Craig Breslow worked with, Theo and their friends. And so I think in a way when he's saying I'm not going to be making decisions that what he's trying to do is not Bigfoot uh, Craig Breslow is he's only months into a very rocky rocky start to his job, especially since technically now Theo's going to be one of his bosses. But that's the thing. Theo's going to be one of his bosses. So if Theo thinks he has a better idea about what's going on with the Red Sox and personnel, you think he's not going to, you know, walk down the hall or pick up the phone? and tell Craig, like, hey, we got to jump on this. We're, we're idiots if we don't, and you're going to look dumb. Like, I, I don't see how you think that there's going to be some kind of wall separating him from the Red Sox just because he works for FSG overall.
3: Yeah, and to me, I also don't know that we're going to see an instant change. Like, do you want them to, if they sign Jordan Montgomery, will that change your mind on Theo and his influence and everything else?
1: Um, Maybe, yeah. You know, I mean, it depends when they do it. I guess. I mean, if they do it tomorrow, then I probably wouldn't think that because that means they've been negotiating. Yeah, for let's some say. Time before I that. mean,
3: when does the truck leave next week? Like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, if pitchers they go a couple weeks right? or yeah. something,
1: and it seems like it's uh, something Theo had a hand in, then yeah, I'd say that. But I'd also say. What the hell? You got to hire Theo Epstein to know that you need pitchers? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what's annoying about this. You shouldn't need Theo Epstein to know that you need Mookie Betts and you shouldn't let him go. You shouldn't need him to know that Shohei Ohtani's okay. a guy you that shouldn't you should be in on. You it's shouldn't. It's ridiculous. But, but like the whole thing's ridiculous. You shouldn't, but they do. And okay. I also think that Theo's not coming back here to do the same job he did twenty years ago. Like that's another part of this that I just don't follow. Like he's been consulting with Major League Baseball. He already broke two curses, and now he's going to come back here and micromanage a bunch of you know. Uh, Chief baseball officer, personnel stuff? I don't see that happening. He wants to be an owner. He wants to okay. He wants to reap the benefits of that. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be in here. What does the owner know, do here? Does he micromanage the roster?
3: No, but he sets the payroll and has influence on what they're doing year in and year out. So hopefully... Okay, but that's not what
1: Theo Epstein was doing in his first iteration No, year. hopefully
3: that's what Theo's doing now. So I don't think it's the same thing, is my point. I don't okay. think he's doing what he did 20 years ago.
4: I guess my outlook to- It sounds
1: like that's what you want him to be doing. No, that is
3: what I that's absolutely yeah. what I want him to be doing, but I don't know why else he would come back. I don't know why else he would come back here. And
1: so uh, the timeline is important uh, meaning going forward. Ownership. I think you're underestimating that big time. His path to ownership and yeah. becoming an owner. I I'm think not this underestimating is a, it. A step there and he'll be willing to be a meat shield if that's what it takes in order to become an owner. I think you're really underestimating. Okay. That. Well then, yeah, maybe he's willing to sell out. Maybe. I think
4: that's possible, but I also think it it's possible that ownership here Understands that they are seriously lacking in having the brain power that they need to be able to read the market because they've been off on it for a handful of years now. I don't know if I would say four years, but definitely the last three, like every deal that they try to execute, or even if you just go back to the original uh, valuations that they were giving Xander Bogarts before spring training in his final season, they were so far off the mark and they haven't been able to improve on that, whether it's Bloom, whether they bring in Craig Breslow. So I do have faith that there is a possibility, as remote as it may be, that they're looking at who they have in the building and going, okay, we need to bring someone like Theo back. Why don't we just bring Theo in and we'll give him a slice of the pie? Yeah,
3: and look, Arkan, you might be right. He might just be ready to just start collecting money, counting checks, and ultimately expedite his uh, you know direction towards ownership. I mean, that's very possible. I, I read John Tomazzi today, and I was encouraged by this, and I already felt encouraged by Theo returning to the Red Sox. Uh, Epstein's return creates the possibility of relevance again. Because more than anyone in ownership or baseball ops, Epstein possesses the power to move John Henry. Epstein's impact may not be felt immediately, and I think this is important. Like, if they sign Jordan Montgomery, I don't really care, and I don't know if that's representative of anything different about the organization. That, might, that feels more like PR to me. You know, if they're out and in on big free agents next year, that's where you're going to feel the direction of Theo. Or they trade one of these mega, pro, mega prospects that they have. That, to me, is where Theo might have influence. So I don't think it happens tomorrow. I I think it could happen during the year, certainly next year in free agency. It's unlikely he'll suddenly convince Henry to sign Montgomery, says Tomasi. But over the long term, I wouldn't bet against his sheer force of will to make Henry see that betting solely on prospects will cost him too much in the short term with no guarantee of long-term payoff. We referenced the farm systems earlier. It's like they're hitching their wagons to the number 13 farm system in baseball. And Marcelo Meyer is the 28 prospect or something like that. He's not a top-five prospect, never mind number one. He's, like, 28. Uh, and on MLB, he's, like, 15. Like, he's a good prospect. He's not a great prospect. And certainly not a can't-miss prospect. And your farm system is far from can't-miss. Epstein has a long history of convincing Henry to leave his comfort zone, whether it's trading for Kurt Schilling, winning the bidding war for Daisuke Matsuzaka, or signing Carl Crawford. And I'll acknowledge not all of those worked out, but it got Henry out of his comfort zone, which is desperately what he needs. His Red Sox teams demonstrated the value of always being in the mix with a 10-year sellout streak at Fenway, record in ratings, and a place at the center of the sporting conversation. Arkan, you're not buying the uh, sellout streak. No. I Me neither. Come on, Me no, neither.
1: Like, even at the time, people but the, thought
3: that was but the, but the ratings were right. No, the sellout streak was a lie. Yeah, The ratings are real, and being at the center of the sporting conversation also real, although... That was 10 years ago. Does baseball have the same place in our hearts? Baseball ratings.
1: I mean, the World Series was way down last year. Correct.
3: Even with Epstein uh, or when Epstein left on bitter terms in 2011, fans held out hope that one day he'd return, potentially as part of ownership. Now that day is here. And suddenly it's exciting to ponder what he might do for an encore. It's John Tamazi at NBC Sports Boston. Uh, Let's go to your phone calls here. Uh, David is waiting patiently in Florida. Go ahead, David.
0: Hey. What was it to start?
1: What was it um, Kennedy said uh, like two or three weeks ago? Yeah, everybody's when, lying. Uh, he had
3: that.
0: It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Theo is never coming to Boston again. Something like that. Oh, it's going to become another punchline.
3: Yeah. So we well, we played that uh, in fairness to Sam Kennedy, and I'm all for ripping Sam Kennedy. But in fairness, he was talking about uh, chief baseball officer or GM or whatever they had for vacancies, and that's not what what Theo's returning in. So that was technically the truth. But it's funny to throw back in his face. He's like, yeah, Theo's not going to be a part of the Red Sox. And now he's back. Uh, Rick is in Maine. Go ahead. Hello, Rick. Oh, this is a shame because Rick wanted to call Arcand an idiot. Uh, we'll,
4: we, we'll let him get back here.
3: Which is a real, real shame. Uh, out there on the old snow cap. <laughs> Must have forgot I was on hold. Uh, how about Paul in Rhode Island waiting patient? Paul?
4: Are, are you serious here? <laughs> Guys. Oh,
0: my God. I
3: have a theory on, great. I have a theory on Paul in Rhode Island. Hang on. <laughs> Paul in Providence? Right, thanks, Paul in <laughs> Providence, hello?
0: Yeah. Hi, guys. How you doing? Thanks Hi. for taking my call. Yes. I just wanted to pivot a little bit and uh, and give my insight on why I think a lot of teams are making a big mistake on passing on Belichick. If you look back at the uh, the 49er-Dandelions game there, what do you think in the second half? If that coach is Bill Belichick instead of Dan Campbell, do they win that game or lose that game? I
3: mean, maybe. Uh, Tom Sr. said as much uh, to Chris Gasper in the Boston Globe. Maybe they win that game. And we'll get back into the Patriots, the direction of this franchise coming up. I am um, yeah, right. The Alex Van Pelt hire. Uh, not loving that one so much, as rosy as I am, on the hiring of Theo Epstein or the return of Theo Epstein. Uh, I'm not as high on Alex Van Pelt. I uh, will get to your feedback. 617-779-7937. More Patriots thoughts on the way, along with our big question of the day up now. At Jones and Mego. can Theo Epstein save the Red Sox? They need saving. Is he the guy to do it? Plus, we have triple play next.
0: Einstein Law Studios 1800 BOS legal. This is WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media
3: and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential
0: customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes, for a triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. Jones and Mago. Triples is best. Triples,
1: is, Triples is, best. is best. I don't live in a hotel and you can warm yourself up at the 99 restaurant with our fork tender boneless braised short ribs served in a red wine sauce with caramelized onions and mushrooms. Shut up Mago. Served over mashed potatoes and ground with crispy onion rings here for a limited time. I know
4: my microphone on. You gotta
1: on. love the nines. It's a very important read I'm doing here with the delicious I mean, 99 restaurant. You spread.
3: understand the irony, Arkent, is that she was she was talking about you being ready to go in there. The irony was she was making fun of you for not sprinting in at the last second and she was just blabbing into her open mic.
4: Because
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard Mego talking and I said, hmm, my mic is on. Let me just uh, turn this off real quick. And Mego just kept going with her microphone yep, on. Kept on. I didn't talking. see
4: that light on. I know, but um, what about
3: in your head you didn't hear yourself in your headphones?
4: I didn't have my headphones oh, the on. My headphones
3: weren't on. I, I put see. my
4: headphones on at the last minute because I like, keep them on to <laughs> I put my I- headphones
3: on like anyone else,
4: one <laughs> yeah. ear at a time. Oh my god. That's awful. I mean, it's
1: not good. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, is right. <laughs> it is uh, Friday. That makes it a fill in the blank Friday, so let's fill in some blanks.
0: Number one.
1: All right, we'll start with Jones. Uh, no, we'll start with you, Mago. here. The best move that Theo Epstein ever made, Red Sox, Cubs, whatever you want, uh, was blank.
4: Um, I know you're not going to like this one, and I think it's aged both well and poorly, mm-hmm. is the trade for Kurt Schilling. In two thousand three, like great,
1: great move, yeah. It, did, so, okay. it hasn't aged poorly. Well, I the mean, trade, he's, he's aged. Yeah, poorly. that's you know, what I mean. The trade okay. didn't age poorly. He's
4: aged poorly, but the performance aged very well, yeah. and the trade was a clear win, and also just I think it's aged well in light of the idea of moving four prospects. For Curt Schilling and then being able to have that World Series run in 2004 is the exact kind of thing that you hope that Theo Epstein will be able to implement now if he has any say in baseball yeah, operations.
3: No, do Schilling is a full-blown piece of crap, but that that doesn't change anything to do with the trade in my estimation. Like, that was a great, great trade. That is not my pick. My pick for the best move he made, and I don't think he knew what he was doing at the time, Ortiz. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you do better than bringing in David Ortiz and... Ultimately, saying even if it was just in the same pile of Jason Giambi and whoever else they had that off season, or I'm sorry, Jeremy Giambi and whoever else they had that off season, like they didn't know it was going to hit the way it did. But bringing him in as a flyer and hitting on that the way he did that—that's the best move that that Theo ever
1: made. Yeah, I mean, considering how great he ended up being in Chicago, though the Arietta trade and uh, Rizzo, both of those were fantastic. I mean, those were just no, no, those are good, but are they better? Tremendous
3: moves. Are those better than?
1: Then David Ortiz, the greatest player yeah. of all time. No, I would say I would say definitely not. But he definitely had some great ones no, no. there. With I, the, I see uh, what Cubs you're saying. Well.
3: Yeah, the, his his great moves weren't just limited to Boston. So I, I I fully get that. But Bill Miller trade underrated one too. It was a good. It was a good offseason. Yeah. It was a good offseason really for that guy. All
1: right, Bill Miller. Yeah, yeah, those are both O three, 3 right? Yep. Those are 0-3 moves, yeah. Yep. All right, let's get to our second fill-in-the-blank. Number two. All right, the all-star rosters, full rosters for the NBA are out. The least deserving NBA all-star from each team, Jones, is blank and blank. Okay, in the East, I definitely think it's Julius Randle.
4: Okay, that was my answer for and that, I, too. And I
3: don't think it's close. Yeah, but I just think that's the right
4: answer. Yeah, it's just that one's the only one that's super
3: clear to me. Yeah, I think the West is harder. Yeah, and, and Randall's J- not gonna play. No, either, well, he's but... hurt, and this is why, and this was what Zach Lowe wrote the other day. Maybe this is how Derek White sneaks onto an all-star team. Uh, he's the replacement for someone like Julius Randle. I, I guess my vote out west would be Towns. I know he had a great game. I don't feel like Towns has had a great year. I I guess that would be my vote, but I don't I don't really have a lot of gripes with the Western Conference team. That's a pretty strong team.
4: Yeah, the Western Conference just has a ton of depth across their teams because they have so many super strong teams this year or guys who are just legacy stars like uh, Curry or LeBron. And so I'm not going to, like, completely hate on those guys being in there. I guess I would have to go with – I think Carl anthony Towns is a better case because being on the Minnesota team, they've been so strong throughout the year. So I think I'm going to go with Paul George. Like, Paul George – I understand having Kawhi Leonard in there. Paul George's numbers aren't that great, 23 – three and a half and five and a half like i, I i'm being super picky here because i had to pick one but i would take cat over paul george yeah
3: and look if we're being fair minnesota's had the better record than the clippers if you feel like the clippers need two all-stars then the the wolves should have two all-stars i, I feel like george is having a better year than towns but it was i was choosing between those same two i, I largely think it's a strong all-star team uh, outside of julius Randle.
1: I, I think those are pretty good rosters okay let's get to our third fill in the blank Number three. All right, uh, Mego. If you could replace just one Patriots coach—the head coach, offensive coordinator, or defense coordinator—just one of those three—with any coach that was or still is available, it would be blank.
4: I think I would replace the newly named offensive coordinator, who I'm higher on than Jones is.
1: Oh, definitely.
4: But I would replace him with Bobby Slowick because of what Bobby Slowick was able to do in Houston with a. Uh, brand new rookie quarterback. And so I'm curious just to see, like if you just move him over to New England and maybe it's a similar scenario where you get another very highly drafted quarterback, throw him in there if he can replicate it. I'm not saying that you had to go to the playoffs then that year. I think that Houston had more in place than New England does in terms of personnel and definitely in terms of uh, just their GM, their front office who had been there for several years ahead of time. But I would like to see, okay, can he implement, can he develop a quarterback the same way?
3: Okay. I would consider Slowick for the head coach, not just for offensive coordinator. So that was a name I was thinking. Let me give you this one, too. And he's a Bill guy, and he was not a home run candidate for me, but I like him better than what they have. What if he just had Vrabel instead of Mayo? Mm. Like. As head? Yes. Head coach. Yes. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't you feel. <laughs> head coach. Yeah, let's just well, let's, we're talking let's, coaches. Let's finish that full thought. <laughs> I, I just. I would wouldn't you feel a lot different if Rabel were the head coach?
1: Yeah. I don't know if I'd necessarily feel I, a lot better, but I'd I feel would, different. Okay.
3: I would feel better. I don't know that I'd feel a lot better because it's still a Bill guy, but you already have a Bill Guy in Gerard Mayo. At least you have a guy who's been to an AFC title game and has done it. He he's still a defensive coach. You know, he's still a guy who wants personnel influence and and that's part of the reason that Bill can't get a job, and maybe why he can't get a job. I would I would feel better if it were Vrabel over mayo like bobby slowick i would be interested in as a head coach or ben johnson or somebody like that as a head coach but i'd feel better if it was just Vrabel, and you could stay within your dumb bill belichick coaching tree or at least people with ties to the patriots if you like that better i would feel better about an established head coach who in the past has known what he's doing over gerard mayo who it feels like well number one i have no clue if he knows what he's doing and it doesn't feel like they have a plan i feel like Rabel could at least execute a plan so there you go that's triple play each and every day at this time you can jump in 617-779-7937 logan's in providence go ahead logan
0: hey guys i uh, just want to take uh, a minute to run an idea by you uh, uh bill belichick right yep what was he in uh, new england He's what the was the defensive he? coordinator right
3: what was wh- i'm sorry what was the first thing you said you broke up
0: sorry um bill belichick
1: what was his main position in new england defensive coordinator right well, I yeah. mean, it was,
3: it was head coach, like but yeah, but he, but he was, he was okay. better on defense for sure. Yes. All
0: right. So, why, why wouldn't Jerry Jones bring in Bill Belichick for
1: a defensive coordinator position mm. to put pressure on Mike McCarthy?
3: Okay. So Arkan likes this. Why would Bill take it? He wouldn't. Right. So, like, if Bill would
1: stoop to be, Bill won't even give up personnel power. If Bill <laughs> wasn't Bill, though. If he was just Coach X, yeah. then he wouldn't be Bill. Then he'd be a defensive yeah, coordinator. Right. He'd be a very oh. hot defensive yeah. coordinator commander. Of course. Yeah, and yeah. he would get that job and he'd take that job probably right. and work his way back to being a head coach, right. but he's way too advanced in his career for that. You
3: now. can't do this. Yeah. But if but if Bill Belichick started in twenty nineteen and he had five years and failed, he would only get def- I, I get what you're saying. He would only get defensive coordinator positions. But like Bill's never Bill won't even give up personnel power. Bill, people are like, "Ooh, what was Ben Johnson asking for from the Commanders? Did he want 15 million a year?" Bill wipes his ass with 15 million a year, no doubt. So, like, there's just there's no way Bill would allow himself to be a defensive coordinator. But is that all he's qualified for? I've started to hear more people say this. Skip Bayless said it. Arcan Arcan was the first one on this. Arcan's like, he's a defensive coordinator. That's all he's good you at. You
4: think Skip Bayless is stealing Arcan's Maybe.
3: Maybe. I've heard other people say he's, he is now... Uh, where did I hear this the other day? Was it Cowherd? It, mm. it was another talking head. <laughs> mm. He's now the greatest defensive mind of all time, but you can't call him the greatest head coach. Hmm. What? Like I, Yes, you've started to hear this. And so, Arkhand, ahead of his time. We Smell re- a chick.
4: <laughs> we really are almost two weeks away from the Super Bowl. What do you mean? I mean this is just so like parsing the you know, like, greatest defensive mind, not the greatest football mind I mean, anymore. I'm the talk greatest about, head coach. We
3: talked about this the other day. I don't I don't think Bill's I think his his uh, status as the greatest coach of all time is in jeopardy. So he's the greatest, but that said it doesn't mean he's the best.
4: You know what I heard? How about that? I heard that that Dynasty show is the end is supposed to be really spicy. You oh. heard that? Yeah.
3: So from somebody who's got eyeballs on they're there? like a mm-hmm. will they won't they <laughs> yeah yeah so this is this is the apple series yeah very spicy
4: I heard that it's that it's like it gets good at the end
3: bill on the ring cam we f- we find out <laughs> we find out what happened on the ring cam
4: I don't know about that I don't know oh, if boy. that found footage was already out there by the time that they finished production huh. I don't think that's on there how many episodes is that isn't it like 10
1: 10 episodes yeah. but
4: I think I, what I heard is the last couple are a doozy okay
3: here's the thing I thought I was going to hate Man in the Arena, the Brady one. It was great. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was spectacular. I, like, I am the fire. Like I, I got to be honest, I went into that wanting to hate it and I really liked it. So I, th- the same thing but especially now some of that Patriots nostalgia cuz they suck so bad. Some of that Patriots nostalgia might be might be good. Mm. So like I good like good I'm, content but yeah. like also a good watch. I
4: don't think the end is about nostalgia. I think the end starts to like there's a lot of stuff. No, no, right.
3: Uh, no, I get what you're saying, but I, I might, I, I'm like, oh man, I got to watch nine episodes to get to the end. No, maybe, maybe the, I'll enjoy the first nine, is my point. But no, it's spicy at the end. Good.
4: Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to try to get a screener. Who do I reach out to with that?
3: Stacy James. No, okay. I, I don't know.
4: No, he's a, he, is it a craft production?
3: Jonathan Kraft.
4: Okay. I'll text Jonathan if right you now. could.
3: Uh, 617-779. I'll take one too, Jonathan. 779-7937. Uh, <laughs> seven, seven, Robin, Robin Glazer could definitely hook you up with a copy of that. Hey, girl. Uh, we'll continue <laughs> with all your feedback coming up. I do want to get to the Patriots. their hiring of Alex Van Pelt. Uh, not such a hot hire. We'll get to it next. What if you just had Vrabel instead of Mayo? Mm. Like? As head? Head coach.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours